Well, if you've ever sat through one of those timeshare sales pitches, you know it's hard to get out. Joining us is Lisa Schiller from the Better Business Bureau. But Lisa, you were also an investigative reporter for Fox 6, and you actually had the experience of sitting through a lot of these sales pitches. I did actually, Libby. Yes, years ago, I did a lot of hidden camera work and these 30 minute presentations or hour long presentations, I can tell you from experience, last a lot longer than that. So be careful. What were some of the things that you discovered then and subsequently, since working with the Better Business Bureau, the consumers need to watch for if they're going to listen to one of these pitches? Right. Well, first of all, you'll be offered anything to sit through a pitch. You might be offered, you know, free dinner, tickets to a show, excursions, that type of thing. They'll promise that it's a short little presentation. It's really, in my experience, an aggressive sales pitch, and it can last, again, hours and hours. And a lot of times people become tired, they become hungry, and they just want to get out of the presentation. And oftentimes, I've seen through complaints that consumers will often sign the dotted line just to be done with the whole presentation. So you have to really be careful. These salespeople are very polished. They've done this many, many times, and they know exactly what to say and do. They kind of become your friend. They spend a lot of time finding out what your likes and your dislikes are and playing on a lot of those likes. You know, the sunshine and the palm trees or the destination vacation, Europe, whatever it is that you might like that they hit upon. And that's where you could kind of fall for something that you might not be so sure of what you're getting yourself into. That's why research is key. Timeshares and vacation rentals, when you sign on the dotted line, are they for life or is there a time limit on what you're buying? Good question, Lindy. I'm glad you asked that. Yes, a lot of people don't realize that when you sign any contract away from the place of business, you do have three days to cancel. That's the three-day right of rescission. It's a national law. And oftentimes these contracts for timeshares are signed in a hotel room or a lot of times sometimes in an airport away from the place of business. So you do have three days, legal business days, to cancel a contract, but you have to do it the right way. You have to put that cancellation request in writing. I would keep a copy for yourself. Make sure it's stamped and post-dated by the third business day. But a lot of people don't realize that once you do buy it, and yeah, you know, maybe the first or second year, it's great. But then you start getting fees every year that you have to pay, whether you use it or not. That's right. People pay maintenance fees and annual dues for these timeshares on top of the amount of money that it costs to buy a timeshare. And in the Better Business Bureau's newest study release on this topic, we found out that the average price is approximately a little over $24,000 for a timeshare. So we're not talking quite a bit of money. On top of the maintenance fees and the annual dues, which go up nearly every year from what we hear from consumers, you really have to be careful because there's a lot of money involved that I think people don't even realize. What about when you get to that point where you find out, yes, you know, maybe you bought something near Disney or Universal because you had little kids and it was a great vacation, but then you get to a point where they don't want to go anymore. They're old, they're on their own, and you want to sell it. How difficult is it to sell a vacation rental or a timeshare? Very, very difficult. And this is where those timeshare exit companies come into play. So, you know, we saw, especially in the mid-2000s, all of these companies started popping up offering to sell people's timeshares. They were asking for upfront fees. They were giving promises and guarantees that they couldn't keep. And they weren't transparent. They weren't advertising ethically. 
And this is where we started to see a whole new slew of complaints start to come in to the Better Business Bureau and various agencies. It's very difficult to sell a timeshare. I would say to anybody that's interested in selling a timeshare that they might have, to speak with an attorney and or a real estate agent and go about it that way. Lisa, finally, when you were doing undercover work for Fox 6 on these timeshares, what was the most outrageous thing that you heard from one of these salespeople in terms of a promise of what you were going to get? Well, you know, I think I would have to say that the price started really high and they just wouldn't let me go. They just went down in price until it was a fraction of what they originally wanted to charge me because they didn't want me to leave. They wanted to make that sale. So starting out with 18000 and going down to six or $7,000, it was interesting. They bring different people in when I would say, no, not interested, or I just can't really afford that. Um, then they would put me on hold for a minute and they'd walk away and bring back another sales agent or somebody higher up. And so the price would just keep changing. Uh, very interesting. All right. If anybody out there thinks that they've been taken advantage of or that they're thinking about getting a timeshare vacation rental and they want to know that they're going to ask the right questions, how can they learn more? Well, first of all, you can go to the Better Business Bureau's website. We have thousands and thousands of free reports. So always check on a resort or a timeshare company first, bbb.org. And of course, contact our office anytime at 414-847-6000. We're happy to talk to you. Lisa Schiller from the Better Business Bureau. Always great to have you on. Thank you so much, Libby.